A lot of you want to know, how do I personally think about my money? What do I think in my head every morning I wake up? Do I open up my bank accounts? Do I approach money in this special mystical way that has somehow enabled me at 28 years old to be considered one of the more wealthier Americans at large? In this episode, I'm going to go over my five different steps as to how I approach money and how I have curated the money mindset that you currently see me having. Let's freaking go. Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Okay, guys, I have to get better about asking people to review this podcast since I really don't ever ask anyone to do it. Not many people know it exists, and I do believe it's an incredible resource for so many people from freelancers to parents who freelance to van lifers. So I'm going to ask you guys to do me a favor after this episode or even right now, pause it and leave a review on this podcast, guys. I'll be super grateful for it. I'm trying to set a goal of getting it to 500 reviews five-star reviews on every site that it's on. So I'm just going to take a moment, ask you guys to do that for me. I super, super appreciate it. Okay. So now with that out of the way, we are going to dive into a very interesting topic today, my money mindset and how I think about money. You know, it's funny because for the first three to four years that I was freelancing, when people would ask me what I thought about money or how I think about money, I would freeze. I would not know how to answer them when they would ask me that because I realized that I never thought about money. And in a funny way, I still don't today. When finance and investment people come at me with these really intense money questions, I oftentimes don't have answers for them because my actual approach to thinking about money is such a small part of my day. Money is actually just a side effect to me of all of the other things that I do think about and I do obsess over. So whenever people ask me that question, I never know how to answer them. You know, I'm afraid if I look at them and say, well, I don't think about money, they'll think I'm being an asshole or something. But it's true. I really don't think about money. I don't think about making my dollar sweat. I don't think about the different accounts that I have it in. None of that is as important to me as bringing the money in in the first place. And that's because I just like to come up with new ideas. I like to start new businesses. I like to see what I can do. And I, most importantly, I like to challenge myself. I, I feel like I'm in a game with myself every day. And it's, you know, if I could do $100 per day, maybe I can do $200. Maybe I can do $300. And we'll look more at what I mean later in this episode about that. But for the people who base brands on managing money, you know, making sure that that dollar does every last thing it possibly can for you. I have no hate towards that. I think it's awesome. And I think that helps a lot of people to be more responsible with the management of their money. And I understand some people would rather look at money in that way over bringing it in in the first place. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not my approach personally. So in this episode, I am going to go over how I personally approach money. And for people who might say, well, that's incorrect, or I think you should do it that way. There are so many different ways to approach money, guys. So again, I'm just going to share with you how I think about it and how my money mindset has developed over the last seven years. 
All right, so we're gonna look at my five steps to how I have curated my money mindset. Step one, I don't do things for money. I can't tell you guys how many comments I get on my social media where people will say to me, what skill should I pick so I can make the most amount of money? What, you know, what skill is the most lucrative? How can I make the most amount of money possible right away? And I wanna stop those people right in their tracks and go, you are going about this all the wrong way. Every business book will tell you if you dive into your own personal interests and the skill sets that you already have, the money will follow. It should never be the number one reason why you do something in the first place. And that's because if you're going to stick with something, there needs to be a purpose to it for you. If the purpose is just to make a lot of money, that's not going to carry you through those hard days. You know, you need to feel like you're helping people or you're making a difference or you're doing something to heal yourself. There needs to be a higher purpose than just making money. So for me, I don't do things for money. I mean, if you had asked me freaking in 2015, if being a freelance writer would have made me a wealthy individual, I would have laughed in your face and not even known what you were talking about. I never in a million years thought being a writer would make me, you know, quote unquote wealthy. I just like to write. When I was eight years old, I had a book of poems under my bed. I mean, it, it was always a part of me to be a writer or a poet in some capacity. Maybe I could write songs if I ever tried to. You know, I'd love to get into writing actual business books, intent, pretty soon. But writing was always a part of me. And when I chose it in 2015, it wasn't because I was sitting there going, oh, I'm going to be rich. No, I was like, I like to write for a living. So maybe if I'm doing something I'm actually passionate about every day, I'll at least be able to pay my bills. That was the goal I set for myself. I wasn't sitting there with my affirmations journal saying, you know, I'm gonna be a millionaire by 27. I, and there's nothing wrong with that being in your affirmation journal. You know, I have much different affirmations now. But back then that was not the case. I just said to myself, I wanna do something that I actually like doing every day. And the irony is three years later, you know, Fiverr Pro, everything, that's when it blew up. My income went to 273K per year on Fiverr and everything changed for me. And what was funny is I never set out intentionally having that be my end goal. And I think that's really, really important for you to take away from this episode, that if you lean into your natural, you know, divine purpose, the things that actually bring you happiness, I promise you that the money will follow. Step two, I give a lot of my money away. Okay, I'm not JK Rowling. I don't have a billion dollars yet. And if I did, I would probably be a JK Rowling who has given so much money away that she is no longer a billionaire. It is so important for us to be philanthropic with our money. I can't tell you guys how many studies have shown that when we donate, when we're charitable, when we volunteer our time, it makes us physically and mentally happier. Okay, so even if that's a selfish reason to you, if you spend a little time today giving five, 10, $20 away to someone who really needs it, Go on Facebook, go on kickstarter.com, go to any crowdfunding campaign, and you give $10 to someone who really needs it, I can promise you, you are going to be happier tonight when you sit down on the couch. That feeling of making someone else's life better is integral to our happiness as human beings. It, we were literally created with that component in us. We were not put on this earth to be selfish little you know, Tasmanian devils in the corner, like giggling. Anyone you know who is selfish with their money, I can promise you is not a happy person. Maybe they have a yacht because they've never given a cent away in their life. That's fine, but I can promise you they're sitting on that yacht miserable. You don't want that to be you. You want to be a happy person. 
donating to people and things, I promise you, it will literally make you happier. And yes, okay, that's not the right way to go about it. Whatever your way is to go about it, even if you start giving away just $5 per day, this really funny thing will happen where more money will actually come your way. I'm not even kidding. I won't get into the spirituality of it, but we all live on the same planet. We're all sharing in the same energy sphere. What energy comes in and goes, you know, energy can, can neither be destroyed nor created. So if you put that money out there, if you put it out there to impact other people, I can promise you it's going to come back to you two or 10 times fold. And again, whether you think it's the universe throwing it back at you or karma or whatever, I believe it's God, you know, that it's a real phenomenon. And, and I challenge you to go find out for yourself this month. And if you do leave a comment on one of my videos that you tried it and it worked, because I would love that. And I love to talk about this stuff. Step three. I don't obsess over managing my money. I focus on bringing money in, not managing the money that I currently have. For me, it's all about the fun and the journey. Money just happens to come along for the ride. And that's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like money opens a lot of doors. I'm not going to sit here and say you can impact the world by only having $20 in your bank account. Yes, some people have managed to do that, like Gandhi and everyone else. Sure, that is still possible. But having a lot of money does open a ton of doors for people and gives you more resources and tools to make a positive impact on the world. So if that's important to you, money is definitely going to make it happen for you. But it's not the reason for me why I wake up and breathe every day. I don't wake up in bed and lay there and open up all my bank accounts and like snicker over how many commas I can see. I actually never look at my bank accounts, which is probably a really poor business practice. And that's why I've hired my best friend to manage my money in my bank accounts for me. Because if somebody decided to buy themselves a $5,000, you know, AC unit out of my bank account, I probably wouldn't realize it for like three weeks. So I know I'm like setting myself up as a target right now. Don't try anything funny though. My best friend is managing it. I'm just warning you, don't do it. But I wake up every day. I don't care. I don't care what is sitting in my bank account. I don't care how much interest $2 is collecting in whatever bank account that I opened up yesterday. I don't care if my Ethereum is way down and I should sell it. You know, don't get me started on all the people with crypto and feeling all funny like you should sell it right away. Okay, I'm in crypto for the long haul, people. I'm not selling any of my crypto, but it's just not like what I focus on every day. I obsess over my businesses, I obsess over providing quality products and services to my clients. I obsess over starting new businesses. I obsess over coming up with new ideas for new businesses, with posting to social media, with impacting as many people as possible, with waking up as many people as possible to the matrix that we are all living in, that you don't need to suffer at your job and be miserable. That is what I feel like my purpose is on this planet. That's what I obsess over the moment I wake up. And obsessing over your purpose is so much more fun and it's so much more in line with what you are meant to do. There's times when I'll wake up in the middle of the night because it's so awesome being in step with your divine purpose. It, it floods your body with euphoria. You know, it's a great, great feeling. And I can promise you nobody's purpose is to wake up and obsess over every single little dollar that you have in your five different bank accounts. I wake up and I focus on creating quality products and services, guys. And that is what brings the money in. That is where my mindset is every day when I wake up probably at like 6 a.m. because I'm typically actually so excited to wake up and get to work. You know, that's that's a healthy place to be with your businesses and your work today. Step four, I allow myself to enjoy my money. 
I have been blasted in different videos at times and love me some Graham Stefan. He's amazing. And I totally understand his school of thought that you shouldn't be spending $200 on dinner because you could have invested, you know, 170 of it into your future. That's true. And he is correct when he says that. For me, though, spending my money occasionally on things that bring me joy is an important part of my self-reward system so that I feel motivated and energized to get up every day and work my ass off. I spend money on things like Coachella tickets, okay? I dropped a $500 on a Coachella ticket for 2020 that was then canceled a week later because of COVID, but I will be going to Coachella 2022. I still have that ticket I bought, and I do buy myself $100 sushi entrees for dinner at time because that is what's important to me, and that's how I sometimes just sit back and reward myself for how hard I'm working. You have to reward yourself sometime, guys. You can't just like yell at yourself and be negative in your head and think that you don't deserve nice and good things. Notice I just referred to two experiences that I spend my money on because that's what is important to me. No shame on buying that Louis Vuitton purse every other month if you want to. If that's what makes you happy, if that's what makes you feel like you've been rewarded, then do it. I am not here to judge how people spend their money, but you don't need to feel guilty about enjoying the finer things in life. There's no reason why you can't do that. People who sit here and you know make you feel bad about that, that's messed up and everyone is different. So if spending, again, money you know on the designer jeans is what makes you feel rewarded for your hard work, then awesome. Then I, I encourage you to buy more designer jeans. I'm not sitting here and saying spend every single cent of the $5,000 you brought in last month. Obviously be reasonable with it, but if you want to spend, you know, let's say you brought in 5K and 1,500 of it covered your expenses and then you saved the other 2K, you know, there's no reason why you can't enjoy that other 1,500 that's left over to reward yourself with. Life is meant to be lived. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. I understand saving for the future, but who knows if we're all going to make it to 55 or 65 or what age you're going to make it to or you're not going to make it to. I don't know. I'm not God. But planning for 65 is just so not how my head works. Plan for today. Plan for tonight. Surprise someone in your life with flowers or buy them something. Treat someone in your life. If, if they had an accomplishment today or you know that they've been struggling, you know, go out of your way and buy something for them. Who cares? It's just money. That's how I look at it. I, it's like, it's just money, you know? Final step. Step five. I see money for what it is, a metric by which productivity is judged. You can pause that right there and say that three times fast to yourself. To me, money is a great metric in determining if you are being as productive and efficient as possible. So let's say you're earning a salary of like 40K per year, but you're working 60 hour weeks. If you did all that math and it comes down to making only about eight or $9 per hour, then that should tell you that you need to do something different your productivity is not being rewarded in a way that is fair and your efficiency is not being rewarded in a way that is fair. And the money helped you to come to that determination. That's a really cool facet of money. It's an amazing tool in increasing efficiency at whatever it is you do. But then once you look at money in that way, you have to remember that's all it is. It's an inanimate object that we use to count things with, like time. It's just a metric by which we determine if something is working or not working, if you, you know, do the math and figure out that you're making $500 per hour at something, you now know, okay, great. This is working out for me. This is awesome. I should continue to do this. Money helped you make that determination. But after you learn that with the money, 
let it go. That should be the only thing that you are thinking about when it comes to the money. It shouldn't be, again, how do I make, you know, double that tomorrow? If I don't make that, I'll be pissed. It's always great to aim to make more money. Like I said, more money unlocks a lot of doors for people. It allows you to be much more comfortable and it allows you to make a really positive impact on the world. So accumulating wealth is not a negative thing to me. You shouldn't be demonized because you're wealthy. You know, I see a lot of that current in younger culture today that if somebody is a self-made millionaire or billionaire, we should hate them. I think that's a dangerous place to be in. I don't think that we should approach people who have made a lot of money in that way. Yeah, are there some people who have made a lot of money who do really messed up things with it? 100%, but I've also known a lot of people who earn $100 a month and do really messed up things with that $100 per month. So I don't think we should necessarily, you know, automatically go, oh, they're worth 10 million. That means they're terrible. I think that's a dangerous place to be in personally and as a country, et cetera. So try and work through anything that you have in your head where you associate these people with being evil because they've managed to grow a successful business. All right, guys. So that wraps up how I personally think about money every day. You might think about it differently. That's totally okay. Totally cool. Just make sure you have a healthy relationship with it. It shouldn't be the only reason you are living and breathing on this planet. You know, there's much more to life than money. There's purpose. There's donating. There's volunteering. There's love. There's spirituality. There's so many other commodities that have nothing to do with money. So I encourage you to set out there today and just kind of reflect on how you are personally thinking about money. And maybe if there are some changes that you could make so you're in a healthier place with it. But whatever you do, don't ever let money impact your mood. Don't ever let it make you miserable or nasty or unhappy. That is not the purpose of money to me. Before I sign off, guys, I'm going to encourage you to shoot an email to contact at alexfasulo.com with your biggest business questions or ideas. I'm going to turn these into interactive social media posts and graphics, as you guys have been seeing on my Facebook, on my Instagram, on my TikTok. I welcome all of your feedback, all of your ideas. I think it can help make this community even more tight-knit, even more valuable to you guys. That's my goal at the end of the day. As always, thanks for listening. I hope these podcasts have helped you grow in your freelancing and side hustle journey. And I have so much more to share with you. Stay tuned.